Welcome to the Blacksmith Podcast. Today's episode is a truly inspirational one, offering lessons and insights from our journey into the engineering profession. Our guests are contributing members of the show, who once were student athletes, members of the military, immigrants, and are first-generation college graduates. Each have gone on to enjoy successful careers with close to a decade of experience in industries ranging from pharmaceutical, manufacturing, defense, and biomedical fields. So it's our hope that it's content that you can connect and find inspiration from. This is a roundtable format and first of three episodes. So without further ado, let's meet the panel. So my, my name is Chris Evans. Um, I'm a senior project manager uh, for a global manufacturing company. Hello, I'm Juwan Williams. I'm a new product engineer. I've been doing that now for five years. Uh, Farron Rucker. I'm an electronics engineer and I work for uh, Navair Naval Aviations and the weapons division. My name is Jason. Um, I'm a process engineer. Uh, with a biopharmaceutical company, and I've been doing this now for at this company for two years, ten years, and all. My name is Abdel. I am currently an automation support engineer working at a genetic testing facility. I've been working in the biomedical life science industry for eight years and all. Well, let's go ahead and dive right into it. I want to first open up the floor and discuss some of our early inspirations whether it be hobbies we had, people that we were around that contributed to our journey as engineers. I'll start, I'll start guys. So um, I, I think mine was a little odd one because I never thought that I was going to be an engineer. Going through high school, I never thought about uh, engineering. That was the last thing from my mind. I think I was more business minded and I thought I would be a millionaire by after high school, um, you know, I went into the military, came out of the military, and the inspiration for engineering didn't happen until much later. And it was, it was more of a challenge to see if I could even do it. Um, I just kept challenging myself from one subject to the next. And I, I would say that at one point in time, I took math, I took a couple of higher level chemistries and science, and I was like... Maybe I could do the engineering thing, and I don't know. Let me try. And just one thing left led to another, and I, I dropped into engineering. Um, I had a lot of people that told me I couldn't do it before I started, and um, and you know the discouragements were always there. But I'm telling you, like it, it's non-traditional, but that's my. I kind of fell into it by just challenging myself and just taking the next class and the next class. And I was like, hey, if, if, if it fails, I could always go back to business or anything else. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> That's awesome. Chris, what about you? Sure. Uh, so <clears throat> I, I definitely gravitated towards, from an early age, the math and science uh, subject matter over some of the um, English and social studies and other things uh, of that nature. So from a very young age, I was um, 
you know, considered academically gifted, you know, starting out, you know, math seemed to always make sense to me and, and the sciences. And so I think when I was really young, my, my first answer, what do you want to be was probably like a fireman. And that's just, you know, what kids say, right? And uh, as I grew and developed in scholastically and, and academically to, you know, other levels, it was something that I think uh, was probably mentioned to me early. And I can't say who was the first person, but since I was kind of a tinkerer, I was a, a figure it out kind of guy. I was the kid that if I couldn't figure out how to do something on the family computer, I would sit there for hours on end determined that I would I was going to find a way to do whatever that thing was. And so that kind of determination, that curiosity, that, you know, interest in, in the math-based subjects is what kind of, you know, prompted someone at some point to kind of mention engineer and they just like they never really defined what engineer was what it meant and i'm not even 100 percent sure that they knew but that was what kind of stuck out in their mind they'd be like oh chris you're gonna you're gonna be an engineer someday being encouraging and i think it stuck uh and as you know you transition to the the phase of life where you're trying to select you know what you're going to um pursue i guess at a um you know um continuing your education and whatnot, uh, that was what, you know, just stuck out to me was I'm going to go to school for engineering. Um, and that's, that's kind of how we got here. Man, actually, uh, that sounds a lot similar to some of my journey uh, into the field. Growing up, I uh, had a knack for getting my hands where I'm not supposed to, you know, playing with things that I'm not supposed to, taking things apart, trying to figure out how they work. Uh, actually, at one point, I snuck into a neighbor's house and their outlet wires were exposed. And I realized that if I can touch those contacts, <laughs> it created spark. And it was like, so, uh, I mean, it, it just blew my mind. And as I played with it, it actually sparked and their sofa caught on fire. I, I booked it out of there and everyone was wow. trying to figure out why, what happened. So uh, all to say, you know, I kind of relate just that natural curiosity. And then also being a son of a migrant parents, the expectation is either doctor, engineer, lawyer. So uh, that was part of the influence for me. But I know, uh, uh, Juwan, uh, I know you, you've got a pretty interesting background. I'm curious to hear uh, some of your early influence, whether it be people, hobbies, leading on to engineering. Yeah, I think. You know, similar to you guys, I uh, always had an interest in like how things work and uh, like being hands on as well. And, you know, I think when I think about like inspiration, you know, I think I might have mentioned this last week. You know, my granddaddy, <clears throat> who I call Pops, uh, was very influential. Um, and then my mom, um, obviously. Uh, so like my uh, my mom, you know, like she was a single mom, raised my 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 sister and I um and like we always had you know nice things never felt like we needed it anything you know food to eat nice clothes you know room tv you know and uh you know she just always really provided for us and always worked to provide for us and uh she just really instilled a strong work ethic in me and then uh my granddaddy who i call pops uh was just a jack of all jack of all trades you know he he kind of knew how to fix uh, everything I, I felt like uh, he didn't graduate from high school, but, you know, he could do like complex math. Um, and uh, he just like uh, he just like could fix anything. Like 
you know, it wasn't like a matter of like just replacing a part, but like he could just like make stuff work when like he didn't have the necessary tools and equipment to do so. So uh, that always kind of inspired me to like uh, be a problem solver. Uh, and so I think that's like a big part of engineering is like understanding how things work, but also being able to solve problems. Um, and so, you know, those two people, you know, just the mob, like it's like, like an engine for me, like that work ethic is like what allows me to be here, I feel like. And then, you know, that granddaddy, my pops just kind of instilled like uh, ingenuity into me. And, uh, you know, I think because of those two people, you know, I am an engineer today something that stuck out to me that you said you almost the problem solver and that's something that i can say i was uh labeled as not that troublemaker might have been another one of them early on but i was labeled as in in the family uh when it came to something that you know when was trying to figure out how you do x y and z um i was the the problem solver um coming up with the strategy or a plan and whether it be something as simple as just uh my my cousin and I trying to figure out how we could um, orchestrate some you know some little plan that we had to get additional toys right uh, from out of his uh, family car right it wasn't really supposed to be going down but we'd orchestrate this little plan you go here you ask your mom this I'll ask my mom that solving the the difficult things and 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 also something that um, I thought about was early on in 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 school and stuff i i feel like uh you know you you tend to you tend to gravitate towards the things that interest you the most or that you enjoy the most and i definitely know that i i very early on i didn't really like uh some of the like the the simpler things so you know how you're you're going through coursework or your teacher's going over something and it kind of gets to a place where it's boring because it is not really difficult you already understand that concept and uh so i I definitely liked when we did what you would consider the new things or you know the trickier thing would be kind of like the most interesting most interesting time which is associated with right doing a harder um task and ultimately a harder profession or at least has the stigma of being harder. I, I got a similar story. Uh, you know, I, mine one wasn't so positive. I, I had an older brother that used to get in a lot of trouble. So, you know, we would get in trouble together. So, you know, I came in with the problem solving so that we don't get in trouble as much. Oh, we got, <laughs> oh, we got away <laughs> with it. Um, so, so, you know, uh, you we'll need to confirm on. that with your brother, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not here to defend himself. So he was a bad one. Right. <laughs> um, so so my 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 experience as far as it was never like in a positive light of saying, hey, you know, you're really good at solving problems. You you'll go further. They're like, oh, man, you're going to get in so much trouble. You need to stick to the rules. The rules are these and you keep trying to go outside the rules. But it's that, you know, I guess that same way, like the first thing I ever took apart was a toilet. You know, that curiosity that, you know, the, you know, I kept flushing it and I was like, okay, how does this thing work? That's it. You know, I popped off the top, you know, and everybody's like, wait, what are you doing in the bathroom so long? I mean, and I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> so, you know, it's that constant curiosity, I, I would say that I think we all have in common. Yeah, man. And uh, that actually brought... Uh... I think when I think of Farron and your journey into the field, I would very much like for you to share, but uh, that's what I 
what I remember of you, especially prior to our meeting and uh, uh, at ECU and their engineering program, I know you had a knack for uh, fixing and working on cars. So I'm curious to hear about your inspiration uh, and influence into the engineering path. Yeah, it was always kind of similar to, to everyone, always problem solving, but didn't know there was a title or name for it or, or career field field for it. I was always kind of fixing stuff or taking things apart, similar to the, the rest of the group um, or, or members as a kid. Uh, and so a lot of the times I was working on cars with my dad, um, not because like we really, really just loved it. It was more from a financial standpoint, <laughs> like, you know, car breakdown. All right, son, let's bring out the Haynes manual, like before YouTube, right? Like it was just like Haynes manuals. And uh, um, if there's a bunch of Fords, a house full of you know Ford vehicles. Uh, so it was like, oh, let's go look at the other car and see how it's wired, right? Like, and so, um, yeah, problem solving with really, I think, as far as something tangible, yeah, it was cars for sure. And so, uh, yeah, I didn't know about engineering. I didn't know about it. And I was homeschooled. So the, uh, that taught me, that actually taught me a lot about, you know, resources and researching and, you know, connecting the dots between things. And so, yeah, I was just always in the car and always problem solving, always fixing stuff. And I discovered this this term engineering later on in high school, I'd say like 15 or 16. I was like, oh, uh, you should you should try that. I love math. I love problem solving. It sounds cool. Um, and then uh, I was the first, uh, the first Rucker to, to get a degree. Um, so that was like a also driving factor. Like, all right, I'm gonna graduate. Like, which is which is wild, you know. I graduated, you know, seven, six or seven years ago. So, and my dad was always encouraging me. Uh, you know, yeah, get a degree. I was always hooping, but it was like, hey, get a degree just in case you get hurt. You know, yeah, this engineering sounds cool, so I, I went for it, and uh, it helped me. It helped me to take some of the theory we learned from school. And I had the hands-on piece already. And so I was able to like, kind of connect the two. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, so I got my degree. I love troubleshooting. Yeah, I love troubleshooting. love putting stuff together. I, had a, I honestly had a hard time in, in engineering, like academic-wise, to be honest. Like it was, it was hard. My junior college, I, I did great, you know. High school as a teacher's pet, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, college college was hard. So transitioning into college, like uh, for you, uh, was it something that you already had in mind as you went to made the decision to go to college that you wanted to major in engineering, or was there like a discovery journey there? Uh, yeah. So I I knew I wanted to do. Let's see. Yeah, kind of chicken or the egg. Yeah, I knew I wanted to do something technical and like something science or engineering-ish when I started junior college. And so there just wasn't an engineering type of program when I was the junior college I went to. Um, that's actually, I think, yeah, when I met Jason, we met in, in a junior college. Yes, yeah. sir. 
Yeah, coastal. Know each other from back then? I thought you yeah. guys met while you were in ECU or something. Nah, we met in, I think, chemistry class or calculus, yep. one of them. Yep. It was like 2005. Yep. 2004. Yeah. Yep. I was, I, I was fresh out. I remember. I was, <laughs> I was fresh out in the military. Uh, yeah, you know, just to piggyback, Aaron, you know, like, um, you know, like, again, on the opposite side of the spectrum, I, w I was a horrible high school student, you know, um, you know, I, I gave my teachers a hard time, you know, if Michelle ever hear this, I apologize. You know, I, I, I did her so bad, right? She was so angry with me that she gave me a one in, 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 in chemistry, because she knew if she gave me a zero, that would be an incomplete. So she gave me a one in order that it would still score as a grade, and I would have to take the class over. But you know, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. I apologize. Um, you know, wherever she is, but but you know, after the military, that's when Farron and I met in chemistry. And um, yep, junior college was easy, but for me, um, uh, college was tough. You know, it's just one of those things that. You know, I, I just didn't have the background and the discipline to really get through. Or even like mentors, right? Like people that engineering people around, like was just not a not a thing. I didn't have engineering friends or anything like that or, you know, a technical uncle or aunt to be like, hey, you know, like what do you think of this? Yeah. So. Yeah. I think I took a lot of things for granted and coming into uh, the engineering program at ECU. Uh, Kind of just went with the flow. Uh, I knew uh, math and science uh, were more interesting, as uh, Chris kind of alluded to his personal uh, experience. I found that interesting, just making sense of the things around you, uh, problem solving. Uh, so when I walked into uh, Karen Deerkitty's office, uh, shout out to uh, Dr. Karen Deerkitty. No uh, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, man, you got to start somewhere. So <laughs> I didn't know what to pick, and I decided on biomedical engineering because it encompassed electrical, mechanical, a little bit of medicine. Uh, so I was like, you know what? That has them all together. I can learn about each and every one. But I just didn't have the... Uh, well, just the maturity, also mentally, look at college as a vehicle to a means, you know, to, to position myself to an established career in engineering. Yeah, I don't know if, if uh, Juwan and Chris, you guys can uh, connect with that or if it was different. Uh, I would love to hear about your experience as well. I didn't really have issues academically in high school and in, in college, you know, high school uh i did well in all my classes you know like you guys i enjoyed um <clears throat> i enjoyed math and science i think engineers typically enjoy math and science math specifically because you, you're i mean it's all about problem solving like you get an answer like every time you know so it's it's uh something that we can connect with um but i didn't have any issues academically like i said i really gravitated towards the math and sciences and like you guys, that piqued my interest in engineering. Um, I actually ended up, you know, graduating like top ten in my class. 
I like saying top 10 because there's only 100 students in my class. So the odds of, of actually uh, graduating top 10 is a pretty good percentage. <laughs> I'll just say I'll just say top 10. Uh, but anyways, and uh, I decided to go to ECU. I guess like pro tip, you know, I would encourage all high school graduates to like visit colleges. You know, if you do your research and you you find narrow it down to a couple that you like, you know, go check out the campuses, get a feel for the size, you know, the culture, the vibe, uh, make sure it's something that you really like. But, you know, like to get to the the collegiate uh, career uh, started at ECU like I was I was very focused on schoolwork. Uh, to be honest, I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of getting in trouble or doing like anything really that would uh, jeopardize my uh, collegiate career. And so I guess as a result, like I was, like I said, just really work oriented. So it was schoolwork, you know, go to class, I get back to the dorm, study, do homework. Um, and when I wasn't doing schoolwork, I was spending time with like my, my now wife uh, or working as an intern. So uh, another pro tip. Right. I encourage all the students, if you're in college, you know, try to gain work experience that's related, you know, to your major or field of study to, to get an idea um, if that's something you really like or enjoy, or at least, you know, try to get an idea if there's parts of it that you like and enjoy. Um, you can do this through co-op, internship or a part time job that's relatable. Um, I think that's a good way to get experience to help ensure, like if you're paying for your major, you want to make sure when you graduate that you, you start a career doing something that you enjoy. So, um, and for me, that was uh, internship. So, see, I did three internships while I was in college. Uh, that definitely helped, you know, gauge my preferred working environment uh, and the type of work I enjoy doing. Um, but again, when I wasn't working as an intern, spending time with my wife, I was doing schoolwork. Uh, and I think, you know, the way that I carried myself allowed me to maintain good grades throughout college. Ended up graduating summa cum laude uh, with a 3.951 GPA. And I like having, you know, three decimal places because accuracy is important. We're engineers, we gotta make sure we gotta have those significant figures, right? Savage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and to be honest with you, man, graduation was like, seriously, one of the proudest moments in my life to have my family there and my, my wife's family there and to celebrate that accomplishment. And then, you know, obviously that led to me starting my career, but, you know, college, you know, it was very, very uh, work oriented. You know, when I think about college, I think about just like, just a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of, of, of studying, a lot of uh, working as an intern. Um, you know, there wasn't too much fun. I mean, I love the, the, you know, going to the games and that stuff, but, it was just a lot of work. So uh, for me personally, um, and then, uh, you know, so you know that, that obviously led to my collegiate career. But like I said, the graduation was awesome. One of the proudest moments in, in my life. And so it kind of made all the hard work, you know, in my opinion, worth it. Uh, but, you know, started my career, been uh, doing that now uh, for eight years total. In the last five years, I've been in the new product uh, development uh, area. Um, and I've uh, been doing that and enjoyed it, but, you know, I just, um, you know, I think back to college and, um, I kind of wish sometimes I think like, man, I wish I enjoyed it a little bit more or, you know, spent a little bit of time, like, you know, more time trying to build relationships like the one we have. Uh, but, you know, I think, 
you know, at the end of the day, you just want to try to make the most out of college. And that varies from person to person. Um, but for me, it was just about like getting the most out of the education provided. And, um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm happy with that. And, you know, that's kind of my story. I feel like it's kind of like on the opposite end of the spectrum from, from you guys. So I love like hearing your, you guys story. Cause, um, you know, it's nice to have some perspective and give people perspective. Like you can get to a place of success, right. From different paths. So, um, and I think absolutely. people need to hear that. Yeah, I was gonna say absolutely. There's there's multiple routes to get to the same uh, end goal. So it's it's awesome to hear that perspective. I will say, you say one of the prouder moments in your life. I thought that your girlfriend's undergrad um, graduation would have been a pretty proud moment as well, um, considering how that went shortly after. It definitely was. That's why I said one of the most proudest. Not the <laughs> proudest, but uh, my graduation was definitely one of the most proudest moments but to chris's point yeah like six months later girlfriend at the time graduated and i did propose to her and she said yes thankfully so lucky <laughs> man i am <laughs> man i really like what you said there Jawan, on how you can get to a place of success from different paths and i think our experience certainly testifies to that in spite of having navigated it with limited guidance, I think it's great to hear where we all have ended up. It's also pretty fascinating, you know, uh, hearing some common themes of our early inspiration, often having habits of taking things apart, breaking them, fixing out of natural curiosity. This will be a breaking point, but do join us on part two of three highlighting lessons from engineering school and transitioning to working life. As always, thanks for listening and supporting the Blacksmith Podcast.